Okay. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Funny Hot and Very Cool. We should learn how to harmonize that. That would be kind of sick. I know. Except for you would probably be really good at it, and I would be really bad at it because I cannot really sing. I'm right here. You should be right here. Um, okay. Hey, everyone. Sorry that we took last week off. Um, I was ill, and I don't think that anyone really wanted to hear me sniffling every five seconds. I am still recovering from this cold, um, so you may hear a few sniffles. I apologize in advance for that, but it's a lot better than it would have been if we would have put out an episode this past Monday. So You sound great to me over here. I mean, I can tell you're a little stuffy you. still, but that's because I know you. So I am, yeah. I'm a little nasally on my meetings all week. I've been apologizing for sounding like early days Britney Spears because I just was... <laughs> yeah, that's how I felt. That's how I... F- and how I felt like I sounded. So I'm glad I've recovered. Um... I'm absolutely dying to crack into this right now. Like I've Cheers. been staring at it since we've been getting set up, just like feening. <laughs> absolutely feening for a diet, Dr. Kelp. I hope the crack read this time. I don't know. We'll I find know. out. I'm really tired right now, which is good because I need to go to sleep immediately after we film this. And for um, anyone who cares, it's 4.42 p.m. <laughs> And the reason I have to go to sleep is because I have a flight in the morning um, that requires me to wake up at 2 a.m. and leave for the airport by 2.45 because I'm flying out of Baltimore like an idiot at 6 in the morning with oversized sports equipment and checked baggage. So, yeah, wish me luck. Oh, my God. I haven't even had a sip yet. You're already so EP sleepy that you can't keep it together. So tired. But this is caffeine which isn't good um but I do have a vat of pasta I'm gonna eat for dinner and then hopefully just like take eight sequel yeah take like a a nice post-dinner like carb nap yeah but I don't know I don't know how anyone else is the day before traveling especially like a big travel day but I get anxious for not just my flight anxiety but just to like anxious excitement to go Mm -hmm. so I can never sleep and I especially screw myself over with morning flights because I know I'm not going to sleep. And then I just spend the next three days exhausted. So, yeah, I always get that way before like events and vacations in general. Like we could literally yeah. just be like driving to my aunt's or like growing up, like driving to the same beach house we always go to, like, yeah. you know, stuff like that. I'm not sleeping before Santa came. Like, yeah, Santa. you know. I know him. It feels good. um, Speaking of the holidays, like to be back in a routine. Um, Santa is now not on my mind. And I feel like so excited that it's over every year. I'm just like, wow, finally, Christmas and all the holidays are over. Yeah, I just feel like it's always tough because it's just plans on plans on plans, like regardless of family time and diet and all of that you're just we're like I mean in our friends and everything we're always constantly like booked up busy going to different things and people hosting different parties so then which I love and I always look forward to but in the middle of it and actually more towards like the end I'm always like okay I'm done my social battery is negative a million I need to get back into my routine. I feel like shit because I've just been eating like 4,000 calories worth of sweets a day. I'm at my parents' house. I'm not really working out. I'm like not waking up early, like all these things. Yeah. And it's just funny because I feel like we go into the holidays so looking forward to that time off. And then I'm halfway through it and I'm like, get me out of here. Yeah, I'm like, I've had enough. Literally put me back in a routine. Not that I want to go like work or anything, but it's just like I'm out of my enclosure. It feels naked out here. (laughs) I'm scared. I'm hiding in the corner. Let me back. I love some enclosure time. I know. And especially like after Christmas and everything, it's just always cold and cozy because you're like, oh, it's January. Don't want to go anywhere. But I've been dragging my ass to the gym. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, girl. Hot girl walking it up or not? Um, I've been actually I started hot girl walking in the gym, which is new because I normally hot girl walk outside. Mm hmm. 
I've always done it outside because I like having like the different environments you pass things and stuff. I like to like look at stuff. Um, it's but... hard in the winter though. And it's why I feel like so many people who do 75 hard and all of those challenges on TikTok. I'm like, oh, you don't live in a cold place, do you? Yeah. Because the one exercise, one like workout a day that's 45 minutes that you have to do outside. And like, don't get me wrong. I love to go on morning walks, but it has been in the teens here. Yeah. I'm not doing. Well, and my <laughs> thing is like, I've grown up in the cold so like I can bundle like if I feel like going outside like I'll I'll bundle I'll do it like that's not the issue yeah. it's now we I'll have snow and pre I'll do it I don't care but like now we have <laughs> snow and precipitation on the ground so it's like yeah. no one fucking plows all of the sidewalks or the walking paths like that's I'm literally weird. still every time I pass this one walking path near me and like it there's still snow there and you can see footprints yeah. But like it hasn't it's, melted away or anything. I'm like, people are literally stuck. trudging through this. Yeah, it stuck so much in DC because it snowed a few inches and then got freezing, which is mm -hmm. nice that the snow didn't immediately melt. But like I was walking to CVS literally yesterday. It hasn't snowed in a week. And the whole path was still frozen solid with snow. And I was like, this just feels like I'm going to tear my LCL again doing something stupid. <laughs> For sure. And I'm also like, I want to walk in my fucking athletic sneakers. I don't want to have yeah, to wear not snow boots. for my life. Yeah, I don't want to get my shoes, like my socks wet, and then my feet yeah. are even colder. So anyway, all this is to say that I've, I've done now in 2024 my first like hot girl walks indoors, basically, nice. um, where I've done like three to four miles on the treadmill. And I realized that treadmills power down after an hour. So that's really fun if I want to go longer than like at least the treadmills I'm on. They have a time. Oh. You know how sometimes there's time limits on yeah. the machines? Which honestly, I respect. Because I know. Sometimes there are. And I think every piece of equipment in the gym should have a time limit built into it because sometimes it just drives me crazy. Like, don't get me wrong. I love a long walk, but I feel like. There are some people who have the awareness and etiquette in the gym to be like, oh, it's really busy and there isn't an open treadmill. Today isn't going to be the day that I walk a 10K. Yeah. Maybe I'll do that tomorrow and I'll come at 2 p.m. so no one will be here. It's not 5.30 p.m. on a Wednesday and everyone and their mother is trying to exercise and I'm hogging one machine for literally an hour and a half well and the other thing is do you have three to five treadmills in your gym or do you have 52 like the gym yeah. I'm in we right now has a whole slew that's incredible we have four I mean it's just like in a small apartment gym but they get booked up so quick and the other thing that bothers me and we can get off of our gym etiquette soapbox in a second but I'm we'll come back to it, it eventually for now we have one set of like cables, like one mm -hmm. cable machine that has two um, like ends to use, I guess. And a lot of people like will feel weird about using the other one if someone is on the other one. And I'm always like, no, it's fine. Like, of course you can use it. I'm not using both, but some people use both to do like flies or whatever. And then they use it for 45 minutes. And I'm like, that is the only cable machine in our gym. It's used for very specific exercises and resistance that I can't get with a dumbbell. Please wrap this shit up. Yeah. It just really amazes me. I'm like, well, I don't want to be doing a cable workout for 45 minutes anyway. Yeah. And you know, what I'm not going to like walk up and offer and be like, do you mind if I work in? Like, oh, oh. I'm not going to go between sets. Absolutely not. But rotating into any machine that requires body to leather contact is a fucking no from me. Unless you are going to wipe it down in between every set, which of course you don't because nine times out of 10, the person asking you this is a man. It is the most, I had someone ask me that once on the like quad extension machine where you're sitting and like kicking your legs out. Mm -hmm. I was like rotating, like home like my butt is sitting here in a pile of my own sweat that I was comfortable cleaning up after I was done not after every time my set is done and then you're gonna jump in like it was yeah I, I don't know you I don't know what your ball sweat has been to like no. go away I don't know Wait, where your butt has been and even more realistic I don't know if the clothes that you're wearing have been properly washed literally ever like I learned wait I learned a fun, fun is a loose term fact today. Um, that men don't know how to do laundry. <laughs> it's worse. Um, okay. <laughs> I was with uh, my sister and she does 
hi Kelly. She does um, retro toy and game like collecting and also selling. She has a store retro and rad shout out non-sponsored. So we were running some errands today on her day off and we stopped by like one of her friend's stores and he's a little bit different because he also does like playing cards and stuff. And mm. so he has places in his like shop where he's like an official place to play games like Magic oh, the cool. Gathering or like if you want to do like Pokemon or like you, you know, yeah, so it's like a stuff. little social aspect. Yeah. Um, I love that. But apparently for I believe it was Yu-Gi-Oh! There is a rule for like the like they're these to be like an official space to host competitions and like battles and stuff like you have to follow certain rules like mm -hmm. I think Magic the Gathering is like if you're selling any cards they have to not be able to be viewed while things are going on so okay. it's like he has like curtains to like pull across and oh. then like for Yu-Gi-Oh! apparently you have to wear deodorant they made that a rule you want to know that's really interesting because and this is going to sound really awful of me no one smells worse than a mega fucking nerd dude oh i know like and everyone else in the business knows except for the smelly people why what why is this a common denominator among people who have niche interests like that i got on a metro in downtown dc sorry i was already on the metro and then all of these people boarded it after i was already on and it was my space okay no i'm kidding um but i was on the metro we pull through um like gallery place city center ish oh god where i know this is Comic -Con going had just like let out for the day it's like 5 yeah. p.m on a saturday so my car then gets filled with people who had attended Comic-Con and I'm sitting this, there. And this, I'm for those unaware, this Comic-Con takes place. I forget the actual name of it, but this con takes place in the middle of the fucking summer. Yes. Middle of summer. I am, as we have discussed many times before, a motion sick bitch. So I'm on the Metro and I'm already nauseous for that reason. I'm also nauseous because I had done this fun thing where I forgot to really eat all day. And then my motion sickness like reminded me that I was really hungry. So then I got double nauseous because I was also fucking starving. And then this brigade of people who went to Comic-Con get on my car. And I have never smelled the smells that I smelled that day. The amount like the air must have been dude like 95 percent body odor particles i'm not even kidding and 100 percent humidity i would have loved to do like a scientific swab of the air and been like you just had eight years shaved off your life for breathing that in for 45 minutes <laughs> like how bad is it that places and like official games and things of that nature literally in order for it to be like official and for you to participate they have to write in rules for you to smell clean and like shower and wear deodorant Kelly should put free deodorant samples <laughs> like on the counter of retro and rad it's like sorry that's awful but i know I, this is getting a little mean but i do i do sometimes visualize like just making her a holster that she could wear where like it perfectly like holsters a febreze bottle or something or like a glade yeah. spray bottle so she like can go around and aerosol <laughs> i will put so many holes in this ozone layer because of oh these fucking nerds and you can put that on my bumper sticker. Um, I want to interrupt quick and say something kind of sad. Oh, no. My kelp is not kelping. <gasps> like, I don't know if I've just had them for too long because I was saving this one knowing that we were recording. Oh, no. And it's not that spicy. Yeah, I'm pretty upset. Meanwhile, but... I'm literally trying to put myself on mute so I can burp while it you're could... talking. <laughs> it could also be because i'm still a little congested so maybe my taste buds aren't fully taste budding do you know what i mean like yeah but i feel can't... like if it's spicy you at least feel it yeah it's more of a sensation i suppose um but no i it's not That's it's so not, sad for you it's not hitting yeah hey have you ever done a spit take like in real life <laughs> um yes um uh, well i don't know if i necessarily have i've almost done it but i've literally <laughs> okay I don't know what's going on, but in the past, this month of January, mm -hmm. in the day of our Lord, January 2024. <laughs> the Monday um, of months. Yeah, that's what I meant. I don't know. <laughs> the, 
Okay, we celebrate God all month long. Yeah, we celebrate God all year long in this establishment. Um, in the month of our Lord of January of 2024 in this year. Yeah, by the way, if you're new here, that's not true. <laughs> if you're new here, that is not a fact. We are. Kimmy loves it. Jesus. Pass it on. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so this month, twice, I have made people spit take, actually spilling liquid out onto the surface in front of them. I'm so surprised, Hannah. You host a comedy podcast. I know, but I've never been that funny where this has been like a frequent thing. Hannah, Um, you're a funny girl, okay? You're funny and you're beautiful and you're talented. That's crazy. I always thought I was funny, hot, and very cool. You are. Um, I love that for you. Today, actually. You're getting the giggles out of people. My sister, I made like a vine reference and I like inserted some word that was out in the wild that we were looking at, like the name of a place. And she spit it out her coffee on her steering wheel as she was driving and like got it on her pants and everything. Like literally most inconvenient. The other person was um, Abby and I said something while she was here visiting and Mm -hmm. she spit out at the breakfast table her coffee, like on the whole table. I know that I have done two spit takes, and I can't remember what the second one was. I can only remember the first one, but it was a few years ago. I was in our friend Brad's backyard for a 4th of July celebration. I think it was 2020. It was. It was COVID. Yeah, it was the COVID times, um, hence why we were hanging out outside, but also like 4th of July. I feel like that probably would have happened anyway. Um, But... <laughs> Our two friends, we have two friends named Ben, were there, and our British Ben was wearing, like, shorts and a button-down, and our other friend Ben, who we've all, like, been friends for years, just looked at who we, for the sake of this podcast, will call British Ben, and he goes, Ben, I don't think I've ever seen your knees before, and I spit out whatever I was drinking at the time because it was so funny, like, you know... Ben, British Ben always dresses so put together and so proper, not proper, but like he always looks nice. I think the other thing is like, see him like dressed down. The other Ben was just like, dude, I've never seen your legs. And I lost. We have it because we all know each other from work. So it was like, of course, you've never worn shorts in the office. Like you're not wearing a dress or a skirt, but like (laughs) not rocking your kneecaps at your desk, my dude. But it was so funny to hear someone say it out loud. And I was like, yeah, we are all friends from work and we don't normally see each other. I feel like it's funny because we are friends, but it's like, you know, I feel like it has to be a jarring experience to see people that you always see in an office environment. Oh, yeah. Like, it's like seeing a teacher out in the wild, but like seeing totally. them like out like in like shorts or like, I, I don't know, like... for some reason you have like an office pool party or they go to your pool or something. Like, what if no, you show up there? that was a there? unique experience because we all were, it was like all of our first jobs out of college. So we were young and fun and like, our social lives revolved around work because it was also very social but the idea of like being in a pool with one of my coworkers from one of alan from from accounting yeah like no i don't even really like being friends with my coworkers anymore if i'm being honest and it's not just because i don't like them it's because i have enough friends and now like now i'm in my career i'm not here to be social like that job was very much like I took this because I got it, not because I wanted it. And now I'm like, I care about my actual job. I don't need to like be besties with everyone. Like, and it wasn't even besties, it was just fucking drinking buddies, which made it even more. Oh, what do you call this then? I've been short. <laughs> Hannah <laughs> yeah, and I are friends from that job, by the way. We everyone. are. I'm like, oh, oh. Yeah. okay yeah i'm not gonna keep digging myself no um i'm just giving you shit but yeah i'm like okay like people go to pools because not everyone has a pool or like i don't know and you just like run into your coworkers there that has to be so jarring but like thank goodness we were all friends when you saw ben's knees for the first time you know (laughs) i know oh i wish i could remember what my other spit take was from i i get them not like often i don't get them often i get really close like a lot yeah i feel like i've mastered the art of like i have a like i would spit take but i'm not going to because it's funny and i want to laugh out loud but i have something in my mouth where you're like 
I guess it's easy for me because I'm such a fucking beverage go- beverage goblin that like I most likely always <laughs> am drinking something. I have at least three on me. <laughs> at least three. I stay strapped. <laughs> Keep that thing on me. <laughs> Even right now to record, I have two, which is unnecessary, but I, I do too. <laughs> <laughs> a water and a kelp. Correct. And a lip and a lip balm. Like I yeah. can't be more than five feet. And away. if I don't have a little moisturization to go with it, what's it even about? And, and what? Why am I drinking water? Why am I here? Yeah, I don't know. That doesn't sound very fun for me. Um, I want to go back to talking about hot girl walks real quick. Oh sure. Um, so I love a good hot girl walk. However, um, I'm over it being associated with this whole like clean girl aesthetic. Oh God. Yeah. I don't think my hot girl walks have ever been clean girl aesthetic. <laughs> Yeah, well, I feel like TikTok did that, where they're like, oh, I'm going to go on my walk, and I'm going to wear my, like, also, I'm absolutely, like, shooting myself in the foot right now talking about this, because as we are recording this, I have on minimal makeup, a cream sweater, and my nails are cream, which is Mm -hmm. the exact, like, And your hair has, like, the slightest blowout to it, so it looks natural. Um, I did it with a straightener, actually. Hot. I know I'm an artist. Um, yeah, this whole clean girl aesthetic of like, oh yeah, like wearing heavy eye makeup is so trashy, and like wearing dark lipstick is so trashy, and like not having color in your apartment, like everything has to be grayish. I'm just so tired of that whole narrative, whether it has to do with how you style yourself or the space you live in. Like, holy shit. Yeah, I'm just over the whole clean girl aesthetic. And I knew that I said it was out in 2024. And now I'm like, I'm a trendsetter. Everyone's following suit. And the whole new thing on TikTok is that mob wife, sorry, mob boss wife aesthetic is in, which like Loki Hannah, I feel like really is your vibe because it's like, like long nails and fur jackets and like, you love a fur jacket mm-hmm. and you love your cheetah print and i'm like i'm so here for this and everyone's like heavy eye makeup is back which i guess was a salt burn thing and i'm like no yeah shit. i'm just i also i'm getting a bit over the whole like i mean i guess it, it always has been like certain aesthetics are in and out um every year or like far. they go yeah it really is based now on like hyper consumerism and it's like mm-hmm. every fucking three months people are like buying all this shit and like it's timu it's amazon it's shit like i'm just like at some point like and i get there is a certain extent to wanting be to be in and trendy and whatnot like the mob totally. boss shit i'm excited for because i actually have stuff it already fits correct i'm like i have stuff that fits this i have the maximalist vibes i like love it i'm excited Mm -hmm. about that it never fully left me but like you know i'm just like why are we just pushing all of this like consumerism and and waste onto people pushing it all into a category correct and it's just categorized like have you been shopping like online shopping recently where there will literally be drop downs that categorize the type of fashion like cottagecore coquette barbie-esque like Mm -hmm. barbie aesthetic and i'm like why like they get so hyper specific and i get like for the barbie movie the release sure or you have a strawberry shortcake collab and you want to do like cottagecore yeah or you know it's close to EDM festival season so you have like raver shit category like that stuff makes sense to me um Mm -hmm. but I think like to really have all of these new trends and new styles be like so hip and big and everyone doing them all at once everything everywhere all at once but like you know like coquette I feel like kind of started to come around in the last half of last year and now yeah. it's like everything's fucking coquette. Like you What's got the coquette. I'm a stupid bitch. It's like the heart, the ballerina core shit with like oh pink, yeah, like delicate putting bows on everything, mm-hmm. like all that kind of stuff. And great Valentine's Day is coming up, but like no, let's not forget that October for Halloween decorations had a lot of pink in it, and right. like there were a lot of pink Christmas stuff this year. So and bows on trees. Mm-hmm. And so freaking bow ornament. There are bows being used as ornaments. <laughs> and it's it's the same thing with the the Stanley tumblers now is kind of similar too. It feels like what happened with Beanie Babies. And this is the thing. 
Stanley has been around forever, right? And double walled whatever fucking water bottles and thermoses have been around for a really long time as well. And Mm -hmm. Stanley makes something that's functional and chic and they come in different colors and designs or whatever. It's fun. Mm -hmm. But now it's to the point where it's like, you aren't an it girl or you aren't like cool. Exactly. Unless you have a fucking huge Stanley. Yeah, I saw a video recently where this um, guy bought his sister, like his little sister, a knockoff Stanley for Christmas because he was like, it does the job and you're welcome. You wanted a water bottle. And she was like, I can never bring this back to school. Like I'm getting bullied. And he was like, I dropped her off. And it was true. Like every person who was like, you know, they're like in second grade are walking around with these $60 cups. And if you don't have one, you're like not in. Yes. That's crazy. It's worse than like when when I was in middle school, it was the girls had the juicy bags, the oh juicy tracksuits, yeah, or like the coach baguette coach. things. The and little um, bracelets. Yeah. Or like yeah. we weren't in middle school, we weren't allowed to carry backpacks between classes. Hmm, so it was like you're carrying your books, but you need something for like your fucking tampons and your pencils and your hand sanitizer yeah. or whatever. Um, I don't know if we're allowed to have hand sanitizer, but like, you know, like all that shit, it was a weird time, but like all that shit, like in your little like wristlet or like coach, like baguette, like tiny bag, pencil case version. Yeah. And people would be like, it's a fake, like hers is a fake or whatever, or or you got yours at Marshall's or what, you know what I mean? And I was just like, I was witnessing all of this and I was never one of the cool people to begin with. So I was like, thank God I'm already like exempt from this because I have nerd (laughs) privilege. Um, (laughs) I have outcast privilege, so I don't need to be here. I'm literally wearing like red skinny jeans and a hard rock cafe t-shirt to school with a guitar I have a school story for you about red skinny jeans. But to finish the Stanley Cup, I'm like, this is like that escalated where mm-hmm. and now it's to the point where like I saw a news, the local news, like everywhere has been doing bits like this is like a piece about the Stanley, oh, Stanley? Cup craze. And it has people's clips from like fucking Instagram and TikTok where they're in Target and the Valentine's release of the yeah. Stanley Cups came out. And it's like flip flop dollar flip flop day at Old Navy. Or yeah. like Black Friday, Walmart, nineteen Yeah, it literally looks like old Black Friday deals on like TVs, like the way that people are absolutely fiending for these like specialty edition. And it reminds me of the Beanie Baby craze and how they created a bubble of Beanie Babies. And that's why they're no longer valuable and like considered cool unless you mm-hmm. basically have like the Princess Diana one. Yeah. So I'm and just like sitting here for all of ours and then hopes to like eBay them one day and they just have no value. And I'm like time to get rid of them literally donate them they're not worth anything and yeah. sitting here as an economist mm-hmm. <laughs> just as a like, scientist yeah as a woman in stem and having a pulse <laughs> on the economy and just like what are we doing girlies this is not yeah. smart investing and that's I'm why diy here... is into this year yes and i'm here for clean girl aesthetic i mean it can stay like if you don't like wearing heavy eye makeup i don't care but I hate when that's like the association with modern beauty. It's like if you don't look like this, then you're not in and trendy or pretty or whatever. And I'm like, we already have enough societal standards holding us down. Like, why add having to be this trendy and having all of the name brand shit? Like, why add to that? Yeah. And it's all cyclical. It's going to come back or yeah. it'll be considered retro someday, too. Like, I people know. who do makeup like set 60s 70s looks you know anyway yeah um, your school story my red skinny jeans story so i went to a whoa to t- t- today junior did i don't know if that just picked up my stutter but i just stuttered on the word private like eight times people people <laughs> um i went to a small private christian school from k to eight and in middle school, I was kind of entering my like rebel era. And by rebel, I mean like I listened to emo music and that was basically it. Other than that, I was a really good kid. I never broke any rules or got in trouble. But we had dress down days like every once in a while on a Friday where you didn't have to wear your school uniform. You could wear jeans and like a school t-shirt instead of your like collared uniform. And one of these Fridays, me and a few of my girlfriends, we were like, well, you know, Delia's is like the talk of the town and they have 
colored denim. So we all were like, let's wear our fun colored skinny jeans. So I wore red skinny jeans to jeans day, which by the books is allowed, I guess not by the books, but on paper, a red skinny jean is still a jean. Yeah. And um, we all got sent to the principal's office for quote unquote being provocative and sending boys the wrong message. So apparently, because I was wearing tight red skinny jeans, I was like being so inappropriate and provocative that I was sending all the little boys in my class the wrong idea that I wasn't a good Christian lady. So we all had to change and get in trouble. Yikes. Mm -hmm. You know, the devil super well. The devil did come in skinny jeans. That's what I've heard. I mean, we can only hope. We can only hope. I got in trouble for the weirdest shit in that school. I also got in trouble for having a picture of Guns N' Roses in my locker because they were holding red solo cups on their Rolling Stone, like, 30th or whatever the fuck it was, anniversary cover. And me and my friend Eric both got sent to the principal's office for it. And I remember my principal sitting there and being like, and kids, like, what do you think is in those red solo cups? And, like, Eric was a little shit, and he was a year younger than me. I was in seventh grade, so he was in sixth grade. Also, it's just, like, ridiculous looking back. I was, like, 10. Like, who cares? I was 10. They were holding red cups. Like, get over it. And Eric just looks at me and goes, Kool-Aid. And then we got in even more trouble for making fun of her. Um, So, yeah. I also got in trouble for talking about Ozzy Osbourne once. Talking about he used to have this like festival in Florida called Oz Ozfest, where it just was like a bunch of metal bands. It may have toured. I don't remember, but I was talking about it to one of my classmates and they overheard and they were like, he worships the devil. Then we got he trouble. eats a bat on stage. Yeah. <laughs> Bad. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, he has a reality show. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so that was fun. Um, I'm over clean girl aesthetic. I'm in with mob boss wife aesthetic. I'm in. Honestly, why be the wife when you can just be the boss? That too. Like, I don't need to just be the wife. Although I would like someone to wait on me. Yeah, I don't want to have to do all the work myself. But I guess that's what, you know, being the boss is. You designate. Yeah, I suppose. Have you seen Saltburn? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of fur coats and heavy makeup right that's why i was kind of thinking it's very aligned with that aesthetic as well so last time we did say that everyone had to watch saltburn prior to this Mm -hmm. episode that was your homework class oh we did school Mm -hmm. um so now we can actually talk about it Mm -hmm. i watched it uh alone and i laughed my fucking ass off out loud alone in my room your comical reaction to things sometimes makes me laugh. Like you laugh at a perfect storm. Yeah. <laughs> I can't say I laughed at Saltburn. Like I did go into it almost entirely blind to what it was going to be. I had seen some people's like reaction videos on TikTok, but I had no idea what the plot was. I had no idea who was in it. I literally knew nothing. I was back here on like December 30th or something and none of our friends had come back yet. So I was just ordering sushi and watching a movie by myself. And I was like, oh, let me put on Saltburn. And I just sat there with my jaw on the floor pretty much the whole fucking time. I didn't know any of the plot at all either. So I had no idea it was about like obsession and upper society in the UK and like societal norms. That scene made my stomach And I don't know if it was because I was eating sushi at the time or pretty much live my life in a state of nausea, but I was watching that scene and I was just like, I can't. I also have, and maybe this is like weirdly connected. You have drank someone's bathtub water before? Uh, No, but I have a weird association with like dishwater and like things going down the drain as like being really gross and they normally are but I don't know why it like gives me this visceral reaction and I relate it to why I don't like miso soup and it's because the color and like 
consistency and like the random not enough chunks of greenery and the random and not enough chunks of tofu make it just seem wrong and like it should be in a dish in like a sink like going down the drain and i have i can't look at miso soup i can't eat it i think it's so fucking disgusting because it reminds me of dishwater and so watching that bathtub scene i was just like like i literally cannot deal um i at first was like because again i was like i don't know the context of like what what this scene was supposed to be so when it actually happened i was like oh yeah okay because it's different than what i had envisioned yeah i didn't really envision it but you know um and then i was like oh because it's dirty bath water and that's what grossed me out was that it's okay. dirty bath it's used bath water oh yeah no that's yeah. the gross part to me and i was like oh but then Fair. i was like well this is actually kind of funny because it's like it made me think of like fangirls like people would like yeah. pay money to like you know have taylor swift's dirty left sock like it was it just was like so weird you know what also, i mean like, it would be lukewarm like i just like it would be worse than lukewarm but it's just like that's what yeah. was really funny to me is i was like people fucking do this and it's just like i people think are there's... just gross people yeah, and i'm sure like there is some sort of bags yeah like air sealed i've seen some shit on tiktok of people being like my side hustle and then it's like selling work uh i almost said selling worky sellout clothes no <laughs> selling sweaty workout clothes yeah yeah, people want to have I your mean, sweat. People just, want, I, and that's where I'm like, you know, like it's kind of funny to me in that sense because I'm like, yeah. people fucking would do this. It's not like that crazy to me to be to be like I could see that there's a decent percentage of people out there that I'm sure would be into that. Um, but it also is just like the whole like point of obsession in people. Like mm. I was just thinking of all the fangirls on the internet that are like the stands in the comments that are like. Oh, yeah. like I would sell my left tit to like be in the hundred thousand throw of Taylor Swift's like tour. You know what I mean? And I'm like, to me, that's what was so funny is I was like, someone would legitimately like this is not do this. yeah. And those did are some you, of the people that are like grossed out by this scene. <laughs> did you know that the grave scene was improv? Yeah, I did. I did see his interview on that, which I, I thought was cool, honestly. I thought it was brilliant, but also, can you imagine being the director behind the scenes and just standing there being like, uh, 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 oh, 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 my, oh my God. Oh, okay. Keep the cameras rolling. Like I would be, yeah. <laughs> I just want to I... know. I wish we had like the flip of filming. I also just want to know. Um, it's like one of those things where it's like, if you had a dick, what would you do with it? Or oh, like whatever. And women this. are like, I'm putting donuts on it, whatever. I think and it's about like, this all the time. Like, I wonder what, because I think that was actually his, right? I don't think it was a prosthetic penis. Oh, I do not know. I'm sure I will find out soon now that we're talking about it and my phone is unlocked. It will be yeah. all over my TikTok. I don't remember and I didn't, I'm not going to look it up because I don't care that much, but I'm like, if that was his real dick, like, what did that feel like? That must be an interesting sensation. Must be. That's yeah, what also, I couldn't like, stop thinking about because it's like wet dirt. Yeah, we told everyone to watch the movie. So if you haven't watched the movie, that was a big spoiler, but fuck you, you should have done your homework. Yeah, I think that was the only part. So I think right up to the grave fucking scene, which is about an hour and a half into the movie, I thought a lot of things were very funny. And that was kind of yeah. one of the first times that I was a little bit like, oh, what the fuck? It felt very like a 24 level of unsettling to me where the whole thing time i was just like this is weird that's weird that's weirder oh i feel bad now after watching that scene oh my jaw's on the floor will i ever recover will i ever unsee that but at the same time i was the whole scene leading up while he's crying in front of the grave i was like is he about to fuck that grave no way really yeah i felt oh, it God. i was Whoa. like i was like he's gonna do something sexual to that grave i didn't think he would actually yeah. like fuck the dirt but i was like he's gonna like the tension jerk was off like jerk off yeah i, I was yeah. the tension was there i was like he's gonna do something to that grave yeah that grave is not safe that no, grave is not girl, you are not get out <laughs> 
that grave did not consent to that no you're oh, in danger God. girl like speaking of can we are we are we good with salt burn do we want to keep oh talking yeah about fabulous movie about it so funny for... and then i think for about like 15 20 minutes i was like what the fuck is going on yeah and then it was funny again at the end so mm. I just I want to watch it again about it for like eight episodes. So I'm like, if I don't st- shut up, everyone's going to be bored. Yeah. No, this is our <laughs> legitimate like salt burn coverage has been covered. Now it'll only burn. come up as relevant bit. If that I doubt salt it burn has been covered. Check the box. Moving on to another movie based topic. Mm. It is just a quick one. We don't have to deep dive, especially because I haven't seen the movie. I probably haven't. Um, you know how I am with watching movies. Yeah, the new Sydney Sweeney Glenn Powell movie. So I said that they were out in 2024, and that's not necessarily themselves as actors, but their relationship. Um, I need to stop talking with my hands too because it's like weird on camera. But I I've a lot. I put on nails and I'm I'm click clacking everywhere yeah, I'm all the time. Clacking, I'm clacking it up. Um, I can't help it. I just feel better. All the PR surrounding that rom com, I think it's called Anyone But You they act so flirty and now they're like the um tiktok pr content that i've seen surrounding it is feeding into the narrative and i'm like first of all they both have serious significant others if i was either of those parties i would feel so uncomfortable about it but i saw one the other day where they were like responding to a tiktok comment that said it's just the way they look at each other and they like did this whole like we're gonna go into a romantic stare and then of course ended up making a funny face because it like negated the comment or like made it seem silly but then like the way they both looked at each other and laughed after making the funny face I was like I would kill someone like that just proved this weird chemistry but I still can't tell if it's all for the bit or if they really did the nasty and cheated on their significant others i i have a hard time with these tiktok edits and i touched on it a bit last week but like this is where i'm just the editing and the speculating together makes things yeah like it's like reality shows when they take things out of context and then like make people seem like absolute bitches and they're they're not they're just like yeah portrayed as the villain of the season and so i'm like you expect people who filmed a romantic movie together and had to break down barriers and get to know each other pretty damn quick and act that way Mm -hmm. to not be like funny goofy friendly yeah like no i feel like after those movies people either hate each other and are like so cold or they're like you know very much like bff which sorry i do feel like a lot of it is like the tiktok content i'm seeing that's like feeding this narrative and it's making me mad because i'm like oh my god it's like so hard to watch yeah and then at the same time i saw something about and i can't remember if i talked about this last week or not but henry cavill was sitting in an interview and did something where there was like some girl in a cast of i don't know if it was a show or a movie he was in i think it was a movie and Mm -hmm. they were on like some sofa doing an interview somewhere opposite ends and they Mm -hmm. made eye contact and she like smiled and like blushed like looked down and he also kind of smiled as he looked away and then like people in the comments are like these edits need to stop henry cavill has gone on record and saying that anybody under 18 that he works with is business only like he's super respectful he's talked already about like this actor in particular and said that she's like had to say something whatever and like People are like Henry Calvary's literally gone on record saying like how he handles situations and he's like the most respectful, never done anything bad. And it's like this girl is under the age of 18 and just made eye contact with Henry Cavill in the middle, yeah. middle of a serious interview. Regardless, like, of course, you're going to blush. And then right. how do you I'm sitting in an interview and I happen to make contact with somebody that I've like worked close closely with and have some sort of relationship with. Mm-hmm. Like, of course, I'm going to be like, Oop yeah yeah i don't know tiktok is a dangerous place i've actually considered deleting it recently because it just it feeds you whatever you want to see and it's really scary like i have been dealing with um basically an unknown allergic reaction um that i keep having an allergic reaction and kimmy's dying uh, yeah and they don't know what i'm allergic to and it's like been scary because it happens with no common denominator and so i'm like when is it 
no, no. And it keeps getting worse, which is really the scary part. But anyway, all that to say, my TikTok is now feeding me content about like unknown allergic reactions and skin conditions and like all of this stuff. And I'm like, holy shit, my medical anxiety is already bad enough. I don't need all of this. And it's like, now I'm on the side of TikTok that's like simplify your skincare. And it's like, you really shouldn't be putting anything on your face besides moisturizer and cleanser. And I'm just like, it just feeds you what you think you should see. It's so crazy. Whereas like one month ago, I was on like have a 10 step skincare routine. And now it's the opposite because I've been, it's just, it's insane. It's absolutely nuts. I feel like it's so similar to honestly, like diet and like clean whatever culture where it's like, because I think that became super like influential while we were still Mm -hmm. younger. So the early days of the internet or the early days of social media, at least. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it's similar, but different in the fact that like social media is going to feed you with stuff you want to see or whatever. But it's the same thing with like, once you start looking at companies who are promoting like certain diets and clean eating and healthy whatever you start reading about shit like there's 500,000 books probably right that's an exact number um (laughs) of like you know the best ways to eat and how to live longer and how to you know save whatever and like be skinny forever but the thing is like every body is different every person is different every environment is different like they act people differently and it's just like I have to like you have to take the approach now. I feel like with diet culture, a lot of people are so much more informed where it's like, we all understand this for the most part, are mm-hmm. the educated folks and we've done the research and we've looked into things and we've, you know, read this, like we're not gonna automatically give in to like the fucking diet pill like commercials that they used yeah. to like put on, <laughs> um, you know, late night TV or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I feel like it's the same with social media where it's like, or even watching something like World News Tonight, I feel like Mm -hmm. there's so much excitement build up around certain news stories that like get you Mm -hmm. so glued in and they build up so much. And then it's like, it's just fantastical type of like, they just blow up certain scenarios beyond what they really are. And I feel like it's the same as social media. So once you start to inform yourself and you realize that like- the word that we like learned in AP Gov? It starts with an S. We can cut this out if I don't remember it, but it's like um, not superficial. Oh my God, I can't remember, but it's like a sensational. Yeah, they do it's, sensationalize it. Well, I had one in news. college, The my professor, the term was infotainment. It's yeah. information, but it's marketed and it's produced for entertainment pur- purposes because ratings, subscribers, yeah. um, likes, comments, like all of that is valued higher than getting information correctly. So it's like- yeah having these fucking edits about Sydney Sweeney are like more important than just like, you know, putting something flat out there. So once you realize that people are doing that, I'm going to maybe delete TikTok so that it will stop telling me that I'm dying. Yeah. I'm just like, every time I see something like that, I'm like, I got to take the information with a grain of salt, do my own research, which I kept calling it like, don't show me this like show me something else like i don't want this content and the more you pick it the more they're like "Mm, Mm -hmm. here's more maybe but have you seen this one this one's kind of sick it's the same thing but they say one word different do you want to see that you want to know what side of tiktok i simply cannot get off of because i actually can't stop watching it it's like those video those cooking videos that are the end product is something you will never want to eat. It's like I literally just watched one before we filmed before it's like we started this. A deep fried bacon wrapped stack of craft singles with like ground beef in it. And it's something I would never want to eat. And I, I don't even like get hungry by looking not, nothing about it appeals to me, but I can't stop watching them. I, I love cannot them. stop. I love them and I love when people react to them. Let like me tell you Troy is one of them who constantly makes this one I just watched. Oh my god, you're gonna what die! Was it? I'm you're so gonna die excited. as an Italian. You're gonna die. Okay, as an Italian. Italian. As an Italian, by the way, this whole mob boss wife aesthetic, the Italian Anti Defamation League is gonna be all over it. That's why I'm like, it's I love that it. some elements are things that I have in my closet already. But I was like, yeah. I've never stopped wearing them, so I'm not really appropriating anything. This is just my style. Yeah. Um. Anyway, back to this video, Kimberly. Mm-hmm. Picture it, your favorite food, hot dogs. Okay. 
Yes, slay. Going into. I'm in. I'm in. I'm going to tell you at what point I would stop eating this. Great. Okay. So then you take the large, like, I think it's like a cannoli noodle or something. And you put the hot dog into the noodle. It's like a large cylindrical noodle that you would probably stuff for like manicotti or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, they called it a cannoli noodle. So it's pasta wrapped hot dog? It's a hot dog stuffed in a like an extremely large penne looking noodle, basically. I'm in. I'd still eat that. And then you put them in a baking dish, all raw or uncooked or whatever the fuck. And then you take your your chili. I would still eat this. Which she used from a can and dump it all on top. Okay. The canned chili appeals to me less. I think homemade would probably be better. Um, but I would, you know what? I'm gonna say it. I would still eat it. Okay, hot dog in a noodle with chili. Add in uh, at whatever measurement of water for the noodles to cook. Oh, the okay. The noodles would cook in the water content of the soup, but that's besides the point. Please move on. Then you top it with yellow mustard and onions. Oh, I'm so okay. sorry. I forgot before the chili, you take string cheese and you oh. cut the string cheese in half and you lay it on t- like in between where the noodles meet or something. Okay. Unfortunately, you lost me at the string cheese. That shit is way too waxy to melt properly. Um, yeah. And it's like a noodle and a noodle. And then it would like be like in between them, like on like where the dip is. Yeah. And then you uh, put the chili on top. And then you put on your your water, your yellow mustard, your why diced the mustard. What what is I love mustard, don't get me wrong. We've been over my I know it's all over your kitchen. All over my apartment. I wish it was confined to my kitchen. But I love yellow mustard. <laughs> Did you just hear me get nasally just then? I had to sniffle so bad and I tried to refrain. I couldn't tell I was laughing. Um yeah, there's mustard all over my apartment. I love that shit, but putting it on 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 chili and again this is all uncooked um you do your little mustard on top and then you sprinkle your diced onions and then you put onions ketchup as well why these creators always use ketchup as like a binder they'll like put it in their meats and everything and i'm like there's oh my god they're just topping it off with like a drizzle down the like back and forth down the pan of mustard ketchup onions and then your cheddar cheese or whatever the fuck cheese on top so they sprinkled from a bag okay. your cheddar cheese on top at least it's and... not more spring cheese true and then um and then i think they baked it after that and then you cut you know, it and then you have like when when they cut it though they cut it like you would like a castle like you get like the square okay. out of it so yeah. then it's like you have half like two halves of noodle and two halves of hot dog and then so she's it's like, like an enchilada to... where you're like intended to get the whole well wrapped. I don't know. But then she's like trying to bite it and it's like half the hot dog is like sliding out of the noodle. Nothing pisses also, me off it's like more a... than, than food items that can't stay intact. And I stand by this. It is why I hate a BLT. Okay. I hate BLTs. I will, I will get into that after this. But no. Number one, meatball subs. Oh. <laughs> meatball and you want to know why you bite into that shit and every meatball comes like squirting out the back of your of your sub of your baguette whatever you have it on they just pop 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 like little ping pong balls out the back and you can never bite the fucking meatball they always just slip right out it is absolutely disgusting i think meatball subs should be banned i also hate blts and the reason i hate blts is because they okay i get sensory overload when i have oily things on my face which also might be related to my allergy but that's besides the point um i hate the feeling of having like greasy oil on my face from eating and you cannot eat a blt gracefully because it's so goddamn crunchy especially when you're just like toasting the white bread and then the little crumbs of the white bread get stuck in the oil that's also stuck on your face no also, those are the three stupidest ingredients to put on a sandwich together. Bacon, lettuce, and tomato. That's it? It's just dumb. I don't know. I hate them. They're too crunchy. I know everyone loves the crunch. Live your life. I don't want it near me. Keep the, You know I'm passionate about sandwiches. 
I love things that are between carbohydrate sources, but I do not want a BLT and I do not want a meatballs up. They offend me. I'm and done. That has been Kimberly's least favorite foods. <laughs> Tune in next week to find out what she hates even more. Or we can do a segment on my favorite foods of all time. Which, well, back back oh to hot God. dogs. Hot dogs and Spanakopita. It's what I've been eating for lunch every week because I got a giant box of it from Whole Foods in like a panic on Friday when Uber Eats wouldn't deliver it to me because it was snowing. So Spanakopita up there, plantains might be number one. Mm -hmm. um, so those are two things that I'm really passionate about to offset my passion about the other things that I really love. That's fair. Um, yeah. But yeah, I love the shitty cooking videos and I'm just like, it's normally going to have five tons of cheese in it. It's normally going to have no additional metric, seasoning except for like salt um, and pepper. Absolute metric tons and not just any cheese. Craft singles. Yeah. Which yeah. is not cheap, by the way, in terms of cheese. And like, have you had a craft single recently? Um, in the last not, six months, yes. Not on a burger yes okay they're a weird consistency mm -hmm. they're really melty mm -hmm. which is great for putting it on like a sandwich source yeah but like i had one in a wrap recently and it was so melty it like stuck to the top of my mouth and i was like i don't i don't want it i don't yeah. want it i don't want it um yeah they're interesting because it's so highly processed but like yeah anytime there's like you. american or like Velveeta, i'm like where is this yeah. going um because sometimes it's fine um especially if you're gonna do like a queso or something you're like yeah of course i want shitty melty cheese but yeah no i love those videos i love the reactions from like actual chefs and people um mm -hmm. but i really i have learned in this mm -hmm. last year that a lot of those videos when they're mixing with their hands oh. are for people who want to watch people do things with their hands some people get their yeah they get a kick no. out, a kick if you will out of watching my watching get their it, kind of oh and that's no. where sometimes sometimes people are in the comments that are, are like well they're mixing with their hands like do we think this is a real recipe or do we think like they're just trying to get content from the people who like find like hands like horny central oh my god hannah that explains it so much because they're never recipes that i want to eat and I, yeah. watch, I hate watch it because I'm like, who the fuck is eating this? But people aren't eating it. People are being weird. So when you see people like really getting their hands dirty and like not using like mixing utensils and stuff, it's more likely they're you do either they're purposely doing not using utensils to mix for that or they've like found some bullshit recipe or something. But also a lot of the time it is um, real recipes, too. But it's weird because yeah. there is like one girl who does it i don't know who it is but you can always like sometimes the cameraman guy will chime in and say something mm -hmm. and it feels like the like stereotype that you would see people make fun of with like porn where there's like some random guy like it's like oh no this pizza is so big and i don't have any cash <laughs> and then you have like a guy be like oh well maybe we could work something out you know what yeah. i mean and it's like no some idea. like guy behind the camera being like what where'd he come from you know yeah. you're like who, who is okay, this well, guy that's weird i hate that yeah so um so just be aware but that's why i like watching the reaction ones because at least it's gonna be funny and the people in the yeah. comments aren't gonna be creepy yeah oh my gosh wow well, i feel enlightened well this is a science podcast so makes we've sense talked, we've talked economy we've talked societal norms and trends we've talked relationship we've talked i think we've really covered it all today <laughs> this was probably a long one everyone we should start ending our episodes like how the amanda show used to end do you remember when she would be like i gotta go shave my grandma's back <laughs> remember when you said that and you said my dead grandma's back <laughs> okay well i did that way i'm oh, just God. i gotta go find my passport bye everyone yeah okay well um i gotta go pickle some brains i don't know um okay. yeah i'm trying to do mad scientist vibes for 2024 so i'm gonna have jars mm -hmm. of pickled organs you know love. shrunken heads little fetuses mm -hmm. feti mm -hmm. great question we'll come back to you guys with that 
on next week's talk episode. Abortion next week. <laughs> when we continue our scientific knowledge dropping work. Okay. Um everybody have a good week. Stay dry, stay warm, stay Make your safe. Valentine's Day plans or not. Yeah. Um have a good end of January. Are we at the end of January? That one. I would say we're at the end of January, yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Sounds okay. good to me. All right. well, time flies when you're stuck in the loop. Okay. Bye, stupid idiots. Bye, stupid idiots. Bye. Bye.